0: in your mind for you and for i'm trying to decide when look in your eyes yeah, yeah. i mean my size but your feelings inside you I'm part two
1: uh-huh. yeah we're part back two, we are back we're back here with the man himself <sighs> thank you for having me again i love it i love it glad we can come here and continue the conversation and stuff it's been already one week which flies just can, i say this on every single episode but it's like dude time is flying and i don't know what to do and it's blowing my mind <laughs> me and so jacob fast. always
0: make this joke that like at the end of the day like we just end up being on our bed laying down it's like oh shit that was another day that just passed yeah. by i mean what else can you just do, like right? that
2: yeah. what else can you do so
1: dude that ain't even a joke to me that scares me yeah i'm not even laughing like i just I, somehow i'm in my bed every night
2: i feel old like we're old <laughs>
1: shut up <laughs> well one of us are actually over but yes okay like, <laughs> just say yeah well we're uh, gonna try to try to continue as best as we can yeah. you know everything we were talking about I think we touched on a lot of good stuff I don't know if we got very very specific and granular and you know certain topics but I really liked everything we covered mm-hmm. and one thing that we were talking about you know obviously the theme what's probably going to be the title of this is what makes a great artist mm-hmm. and after sitting last episode and kind of Gelling on that over the last week and thinking about it, you know, if we revisit it, are there any new ideas you have? Is there anything that you kind of popped in your head like, hey, you know, when we were talking about artists, is there anything for me?
0: Yeah, I don't know what's something like you wish we could talk about last <laughs> yeah. week. Like, uh,
2: well, I don't know, you just ask me a question. Oh, um, okay. Um, there's so many things. That's why yeah. it's like, how you do you know, break it down to
0: one? thing one. that I, I feel like I wanted us to talk about more last time was I'm interested in the whole talent thing because <sighs> I think as a society, we are so enamored by, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, people who are big artists or whatever. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, they're so talented. Mm-hmm. They have it so easy because they're just so talented. Right. That's kind of like the main thing that society puts in our head. But I want to ask you, like, do you think that the people who are, quote unquote, the most talented um, are actually like more talented than other people? Or do you think they developed everything that they had from scratch, just like someone
2: else could do? Uh, it's just like anything else. You develop it even. you, It's like when you start singing, mm-hmm. you know, you're good. And you're very talented but when you work on it you take vocal lessons mm-hmm. and you become great um, because there's different tricks that you learn you know so it's one of those things everybody's talented in their own way mm-hmm. some people are in music some people are in crafting some people are building whatever mm-hmm. um but in the music aspect of everything i feel like talent today is just thrown out there mm-hmm. uh it's different from before you know when It was very selective. Now, again, going back to the social media thing. Mm -hmm. Social media, everybody's talented. You know, you have filters for days on things now to, Mm -hmm. you know, where people try to sync live. And it's completely different, you know, when I just heard you on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, how do you build your talent? Mm-hmm. Just like anything else, you work on it, you work on your craft, uh, you work with the right people, mm-hmm. you know, vocal coaches, and the right vocal coaches, because today, everybody's a vocal coach. Oh my <laughs> god, do you, do
0: you realize how many times I've had to untrain, like, oh, certain I know. things? Uh, I, like, me. I was at a point where I literally couldn't speak without hurting. Yeah, I'm sure. Every day. I'm sure.
1: But from the, what, from the wrong Wrong instructor. coaches, like, just oh, okay. the
0: wrong, like, I took it the wrong way, shit like that. Like, I had mm-hmm. to unlearn for, like, a long time. Wow. And it was fucking gruesome.
2: <laughs> which I'm sure I mean I've worked with artists that have the same issues mm-hmm. you know they found some on you know, social media and you know just because it was a good deal mm-hmm. they're like oh hey but next you know it's not their range it's not their keys and they're pushing and pushing next, you know, their throats are all jacked up.
0: Yeah. And then these, I'm i am not trying to shade coaches and shit. Cause um, there's we great love coaches, our coaches out there. Exactly. But it's like the ones I've kind of been to for the most part, there's some that were good, but for the most part, like it's the same shit. They charge 350 bucks mm-hmm. for a half hour. Mm-hmm. You show up, you do the same scales that any other coach mm-hmm. can do mm-hmm. maybe a couple notes here and there, but it's like, dude, I wasted $350 like oh, yeah. doing warm-up oh, yeah. scales. I literally could just do this on my own yeah. at home. Oh yeah. So like it's crazy how they get you like that. But yeah.
1: Everybody's selling a course nowadays. Of course. All these guys are like, Buy my real estate course, I'll show you how to sell oh, a yeah. hundred houses. Yeah. It's like, dude, how many houses have you sold seriously? Like, well, not a lot, but I sell real estate courses. Seriously. <laughs> you know? seriously. I I have
2: a, I have a few friends who do the whole vocal training and stuff, but they've mm-hmm. been in this for decades. Yeah. So they understand and they worked, you know, one of my good friends, Desmond, he does vocal training. But he's also been on America's got talents. He's been on he was on tour with CeeLo Green, you know, oh, doing shoot. that whole tour situation. So he has uh, an amazing record behind him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people today is like, who have you worked for? Who have you trained that has that are doing stuff? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are like, a lot of the people who they have trained are either new people up and coming. and There's no real great talent behind them. Yeah. But like I said, they're working with talented kids. But to get you to that next level Mm -hmm. of success, you know, you need to work with, again, like I said before, Mm -hmm. with people who've been in it, who've done it.
0: So going back to the talent thing, um, because this is like an interesting topic to me, because I I think there's people out there who really want to know the answer to this kind of thing because they may have the desire to want to be somebody Mm -hmm. or whatever. But so now I'm thinking like, okay, earlier you said you could start with raw talent Mm -hmm. and then you work off Mm -hmm. of that now. But is it raw talent? or is it just a natural desire to want to be and so you put that into your craft that desire comes out
2: and that's kind of the talent you know what i mean well i mean it has to be a raw talent okay because it's like one of those things if you say your kid and everybody all the parents love their kids so to, in their eyes their kids talented mm-hmm. you know but when you look at record labels when you look at producers and stuff and they hear you and they're like you have something, but you need more work. Yeah, And, you know, and I've worked, again, with people like that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you have a lot of skills, but there's a lot you need to master before mm-hmm. you could get to that level. So it's like there is a raw talent there for those that literally just wake up and have the voice for days, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just like, wow. But with that kind of talent, it's easier to build because you already have something compared mm-hmm. to... Oh, you have what it takes, but, and there's always that but, you know, a lot of people will be like, but, and when you hear that, but it's kind of like, ah, it's like getting shot down, uh, in a nice way. So today's new artists, they're very talented, but there's a lot of stuff they need to work on, Mm -hmm. you know, skills that they need to master. Um, but yeah, there is, there is a raw talent there. But again, going back into between raw talent and somebody who actually works on their craft is too different because you could be...
0: I was going to say, I almost don't like the word... Like when someone compliments someone and says, like, you're talented, I almost feel like it's not the best compliment because I I feel like it kind of takes away from the work Mm -hmm. part of it. And Mm -hmm. it's more so like, oh, you have a gift Mm -hmm. that comes easy to you. Mm -hmm. And so you just let it go and it happens. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that. But it's like
2: that kind of takes away from the whole work side of it in my opinion but there are people that are like that okay like there are i've met people like that you're just like how like yeah. what the heck you just woke up and just sounds so amazing mm-hmm. you could sell records tomorrow if you wanted to I see uh so it's but then you have those that have to work harder again they have a raw talent but they just need to work on a craft they need to work on range they need to work on you know being flat compared to you know being high uh it's a whole scale thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a better route? Because do you
0: think that if someone has to work harder than someone else, that they're probably more, um, they're more likely to be in the long run because they have they have
2: developed well, the the work ethic. Of, of course, I I already know where you're going okay. with that. And of course, because somebody, for example, dancing didn't come easy for me in the beginning, mm-hmm. so I had to, compared to some of my other friends who started. They picked it up like it was water, you know, it would, they were just amazing. Uh, but compared to where they're at today and compared to where I'm at today, we're in two different worlds. Mm. You know, dancing kind of didn't really work out for them anymore. So they started the family life um, just because you get comfortable because mm-hmm. you, you know you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just like, well, I really don't have to work on the that. Ego. thing Exactly. Mm-hmm. The ego kicks mm-hmm. in. And like I said, you book stuff for a few years and you're just like, yeah, I'm on top of the world. But then things change time happens and next you know there's stuff that style has changed so what do you do Mm -hmm. you have to either build yourself and work harder to master those styles or you stay where you're at and usually when you stay where you're at you really don't go any far farther than that
0: okay so going off that um i don't think we brought this up in the last one but what do you think is the key to longevity for an artist because we talked about what makes a great artist but now how how can that great artist stay
2: great for Decades. It's just, again, knowing the times, knowing and understanding what's in, mm-hmm. what's relevant, what's popping. Mm-hmm. Um, today, style is—I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, but it is what it is, and if you notice, everybody's following that same style because mm-hmm. it's selling. You mm-hmm. know, it's—so knowing— but again, you still have, like, the ushers who just got done doing an amazing performance. And, you know, one thing I love about Usher because he stays true to his craft. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mm-hmm. change it for nobody mm-hmm. because that's who we fell in love with. We fell in love with the great performer mm-hmm. um, compared to today when you have all these new up-and-coming artists that, yes, they may have number ones right now and may be doing stuff right now. But at the end of the day, it's like, what else? what else can you offer besides that so you stay in one category mm. it's just like usher he could break out to different stuff mm-hmm. you know which is amazing and that's that's kind of what makes that iconic artist mm-hmm. is when they understand they stay true to themselves they stay true to what they can do mm-hmm. and, but they just switch it up a little bit. So it's
0: almost like they take trends as a tool to yes.
2: enhance them, but yes. they don't they don't become the trend. Exactly. Okay. They 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 don't settle compared to today. Everybody kind of just settles. They're like, oh this is what it is. Let's just stay there, mm-hmm. call it a day. So that's kind of, and that's why I love going back to what we said last time to Chris Brown's. Chris Brown, he stays true to him, his style, but he just changes it up a little bit. Mm. You know, he adds, tweaks out a little things, mm-hmm. but he now he's still relevant. Mm-hmm. And five, ten years from now, who knows where music will be? And it's like either you change with the music and the times, or you stay behind. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but again, you could still stay true to you. And going to the Michael Jacksons, Michael stood with his same songs for decades. Every time you went to a concert, you already knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. But that was his style, and it's it lasts forever. Yeah. It's like back when I was young, goes hot even till he passed away it was still hot mm-hmm. and even to today his stuff is still hot. Mm-hmm. You know, just because he had something about it that is untouchable mm-hmm. compared to today where you hear something and you're over it the next day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it's just a, a definitely a a work ethic situation mm-hmm. plus understanding you and what you could offer
1: as an artist. Here's something that I think about a lot. I I think about this on the daily, especially working with you guys. Like, I I think I tell Ryan all the time, I'm like, dude, I am so glad to hang out with Styx and Ryan Ramirez, Styx Entertain and Ryan Ramirez. Because, dude, like, I already know the answer to this question, but for the listeners, the up and coming artists and everything, it's like, oh, gosh, sometimes I just think about this so much. It's how important is it, you know, for an up and coming artist who really wants it, how important is it for them to make music? their their priority i'm talking like put the girlfriend aside put put the Mm job don't look at your job as the main hustle Mm -hmm. look at music as your main hustle and i i feel like i already know the answer to this but i i just don't think i see artists doing that enough i think up and a lot of up-and-coming artists i see think yeah, you know, I'll write a song, post it on social media once, um, you know, play, practice it here and there, mm-hmm. kind of put it there. But the, it, to them, it's like they want to be playing on these huge stages, but they're treating their music like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. How important is it to make it your priority? Well, it it
2: needs to be you. Music uh-huh. isn't this is something you wake up, oh, I want to make music because it's a trend and uh-huh. because it's in right now and because you know you could blow up in two seconds, but mm-hmm. it, ha- it has to be who you become. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, going as a dancer, mm-hmm. w- waking up every day, I had to put hanging out with friends, you know, going to parties. Mm-hmm. Of course, I still went to clubs, but I made sure going to clubs was still part of who I am. Mm-hmm. So, so
1: your lifestyle? A- everything. Beca- okay.
2: Everything becomes okay. who you are, the artist. Uh-huh. You know, I consider myself an artist just in a different... Totally different yeah you know think. Um but as a singer, you know, you have to be able to wake up and be like, this is it. Mm. This is who I want to become and this is what I need to do mm-hmm. to become that your uh, life revolves around exactly. that thought of being a human. And huge it's a artist. mindset. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely a mindset. Either you have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh anybody can make a beat. Mm-hmm. I could learn how to make beats. Mm-hmm. Then but it won't be good as Somebody like um, Timberland, mm-hmm. because that's who he is. He, he lives, breathes, and understands music in a different way. That Me, I just wanted to do it just because. Mm-hmm. So my ear, my style won't be as amazing as his mm-hmm. because his ear his style he breathes he could hear something from a car mm-hmm. a dark child another perfect example mm-hmm. you know he hears little things and he starts making music because that's just who he is mm-hmm. compared to somebody who's just like yeah they see a whole bunch of things and they still don't understand mm-hmm.
0: you know well, one thing that i think is really cool about the industry we're in that i'm realizing is that not only do you have to be good at the music and the business inside of it you have to understand the psychology of people mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make art and to make relatable art and to make relatable live performances mm-hmm. and p- to build a good team. You got to understand the psychology of a team and like all this kind of shit. So like, I feel like that's the, probably the most like scary frustrating part, but it's the most exciting part for me because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, you got to know like, what is this kid in Czechoslovakia? like? <laughs> how does he, how does his day revolve around the kind of music I like? Like just shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how the psychology ties into Mm -hmm. it you know but
2: i I feel like some some artists they do settle because of the people you know Mm -hmm. so they'll change everything and they'll basically almost lose themselves just to please the people around them Mm -hmm. instead of letting the music draw them in they try to fix everything and try to go with everybody else's style Mm -hmm. and that's hard Mm -hmm. because everybody has their own style Mm -hmm. you know some people like rap some people like pop so Mm -hmm. How you go, it's like, just like, that's why I love Eminem too. You know, working with him, you know, being able to understand his music. He stood in his lane. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. rap was his thing. But the thing is about it, the funny thing about it is because he always made it comical. You know, it wasn't Mm -hmm. just a whole bunch of rap stuff. Like, everything was a story. Everything was making fun (laughs) of somebody.
0: Here's a question. So do you think that... If if you get in the party scene, let's say, Mm -hmm. with the wrong kind of people or whatever, do you think that that then becomes a temptation to make music to please that environment? That and then you kind of take away like your own.
2: Well, people get influenced, yeah. Okay, I mean, you could get influenced by the party scene. Mm -hmm. So you see them having fun to party music. So Mm -hmm. next thing you know, you want to start making party music. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. compared to, uh, what's his name? I'll get it soon because I just completely went blank. Uh. Mm Yes, I completely went blank on his name. But there, there's this one artist uh, who... Sound, go into Adele. We could go with Adele. Okay. She... You hear her music. Mm-hmm. You already know it's Adele. Now, say she just switched it up and went pop. Mm-hmm. It, because pop right now is big in its own little world. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't sound real. It wouldn't sound mm-hmm. like a Britney Spears. Britney Spears, all pop. Now, try to have Britney go into Adele-style music. Mm-hmm. It completely... Two worlds. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Adele stood to Adele. Mm -hmm. She understood if I could get you to feel what I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. they'll draw you in and not vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it it has. She drew a whole bunch of people. And I mean, she was on top of the world and she still is on top of the world, you know. But you would think that her style, not everybody would be in it. Mm
1: -hmm. But
2: it wasn't about so much of the style, it was about the music and what was said. You know, it was a Mm feel-good. All her stuff's a feel-good. So it's kind of like you need to be able to know who you are Mm -hmm. and what you want to present to the world, but not try to change it just because somebody says, oh, well, I don't like that style. And you're just like, okay, well, let me try this. So you just got to know, be true to you and understand what you could offer.
1: I think the biggest thing when it comes to music is no matter what you make, Mm -hmm. well, well, just as a basis, what you're saying, you got to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, there's got to be someone out there who likes you? Oh yeah. If a million people hate you, there's got to be a good of group course. of people that like of you, you know. And I think that's the big thing. Is like, rap is hot right now. Of course, everybody knows rap's hot. Of course, pop, popular music. It's it's always been hot. Just like the the style mm-hmm. of pop kind of changes, mm-hmm. you know. But. I think that people get so caught up in like, this is hot right now. That's what I have to do. That they go, they conform to this thing. And like you said, it doesn't look authentic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, you You can watch a music video and you look at the artist and you're like, this isn't you, yeah. dude. Like, oh, yeah. you, yeah. you don't got this, oh, yeah. you know? So that's one thing is like, you know, I if I if I'm talking to a person who's who's an up and coming music artist or whatever, and I actually had a, a good like handful of good friends when I when I was back at school and we're still friends who were up and coming artists and stuff, and one thing like I would always converse about with them is dude, you just gotta be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, take influences, know what's hot, mm-hmm. educate yourself on the industry, but Take that and just inject it into your own style. Oh, yeah. Do your own thing. There's got to be someone out there mm-hmm. who, who fucks with your music, you know, just because yeah. you don't drop it and it's not the next hottest rap song. That doesn't mean shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you got to make the type of music you want to make and and continue to refine yourself into a great artist. I just, I can't stand people doing yeah. things for the trend. Okay, here's an
0: interesting, <laughs> interesting question that I thought about recently. So going off that, right? Mm-hmm. If every person, if every artist's personality and style of music can attract certain people throughout the world. Some there are going to be people that like it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think some artist personalities and styles of music is going to attract a bigger fan base than other personalities and styles of music? Well, yeah. 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 So like Chris Brown, right? Like he attracts like a way like way more people mm-hmm. than like a B-level
2: artist who who's being himself. Of course. So but I mean, yeah. Chris is still himself. Yeah. That it's so it, it's the thing is Chris he just adds style to it. Okay. He just adds, of course, we all love the big booty girls, you know, and <laughs> what draws a crowd better, especially with a whole bunch of young men today, mm-hmm. a uh, whole bunch of beautiful girls inside a video mm-hmm. shaking their asses and stuff. So <laughs> it's also understanding and sex sells. Mm-hmm. We understand that. So... Chris takes off his shirt he's in his boxers he's selling millions already yeah. you know because he has a huge seriously he's, yeah. he, has a huge he has a huge fan huge. base oh, of, oh <laughs> fan base oh. Wow, Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was Let like me. what <laughs> Well, that's a different story. Um, no, but it, it, it's it's kind of like he... But he's still... He's funny. He's goofy. Yeah. And he shows all that in camera. You know, he has his flaws just like any normal person. We're all human. And mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of thing people forget is you're human. Mm-hmm. You know, you have feelings. You have emotions. But the thing is sometimes people write those feelings and emotions. So by them writing it, it changes the way they feel and their style of music. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why going back to Adele... Every song she has, everybody always makes fun of her because they're like, it's your ex. It's your ex. You fell Mm -hmm. in love and you got heartbroken Mm -hmm. again. But she knows how to do it. You know, she knows how to do it to where everybody can relate to it and everybody Mm -hmm. understands it. Chris Brown's Fun Party, all his music, you know, is fun and party. Mm he relates to everybody. Mm-hmm. So compared to say an up and coming artist who's still discovering themselves. Mm-hmm. They're still discovering what style they feel comfortable in. They're still discovering what works and what doesn't work for mm-hmm. them because that's that's the whole point yeah. of you know discovering as a as an artist, growing, mm-hmm. you change it, you're like, "Ah, oh, this doesn't work. Let's try this." Mm-hmm. And what people forget is that mm-hmm. there's a huge world. Everybody stays focus in the US. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people from out here who are in Europe and they're making millions and they're mm-hmm. selling stadiums, you know, people from going to China and Korea mm-hmm. and Japan and everything and they're blowing up because the thing is out here you're in competition with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because again, social media is so huge. So you could be amazing, but because somebody has a million followers, mm-hmm people are not even looking at you they're yeah. looking at that person they're following plus when you look at that person you see what they're doing you know again going back to the sex cells you know they're basically naked mm-hmm. you know but the thing is is that they found what works for them and what people respond to mm. so all the new artists today that are just kind of like well I don't want to settle and I don't want to fall into that whole mm-hmm. world you know have to be naked all the time and blah 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 you find yourself struggling, struggling a little bit more compared to somebody who mm-hmm. just doesn't care. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have to have a mentality of we're just going to do it mm-hmm. and hope for the best. And if it doesn't work here, mm-hmm. then we're going to push overseas. Yeah. We're going to push Europe. And going to one of my good friends, Yoni, who I also was working He was another new artist I was working with mm-hmm. and helped, you know, his whole project mm-hmm. His music was great, his music was doing good, but now he kind of went back into the DJ world. Mm-hmm. Took him took him, he's been traveling the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he has this thing called Baddies Only, so he's mm-hmm. of course all the girls. So, you know, he went from a few hundred on TikTok to now a million. Wow. You know, so well, it, it's one of those things to where he understood what people were responding to and mm-hmm. what they like. And what they did like was the DJing, the fun vibes, all the naked girls. And that's working for him, you know. But it's one of those things. What did he have to sacrifice? Yes. Yes. And that goes, I love him to death. But when it goes back into the artist, you have to sacrifice something because that wasn't working the way you thought it Mm -hmm. would. You know, yes, you may have got some love. Mm -hmm. And yes, you may have got a whole bunch of people like, sick, I loved his stuff, you know. And I'm very picky when it comes to music, but Mm -hmm. I was a fan of it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like... It could have went further, Mm -hmm. but again, people saw a different response, so they went with it, Mm -hmm. and they just took off with it, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it's a sacrifice, Mm -hmm. you have to Either be willing or you stay in that boat and you keep pedaling until something breaks or something happens.
1: That's what I was just going to say is, well, it's dependent on your goal too, right? Mm -hmm. Yoni, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you pronounce it. Okay, so Yoni, so he obviously wanted to be big. Mm -hmm. He wanted to be big, so he had to make that sacrifice and do what he had to do to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think you're doing that, too, Mm -hmm. because you're trying to be. And I think you are going to be huge as fuck. Mm-hmm. So you've made sacrifices in terms of, okay, I I can't just write anything and everything. I mm-hmm. got to look at, hey, what's hot right now? What mm-hmm. words can I use in my music? What melodies, you know, who can I draw inspiration from? So, And that's one thing going, again, to the up-and-coming artist thing is I see people who go, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm going to make whatever oh, yeah. I want. And I go, hey, do that. It's mm-hmm. art. Make whatever you want. Yeah. But understand, if you make whatever you want and you don't care what the masses are listening to, you might not be tapping into them mm. correctly. Mm. You, you might not be making the type of music that the whole world wants to see on the global top You know what's Disney crazy now? Not to cut you off. Sure, sure.
2: Some of those people, for some reason... Are they? They're the ones that have the eight hundred, a million followers. Yeah, in, in the rap yeah. world, that works. And, and, and I think that works. I think just with anything, because oh, okay. like mm-hmm. if I go to stuff, I see some stuff that's so. Even the influencers, mm-hmm. we love influencers. I love, you know, a lot of my friends are influencers. But if you look at like some of the stuff that they do and some of the stuff, you're just like, like I couldn't do that. Or even like some of the rappers, like you said, some of the crazy stuff that they do. You're just like, how are you even? doing anything. How do you have such a huge following? How are you even, you know, certified on IG or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. But then you're like, damn, I have an amazing blah, 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 X, Y, and Z, and my stuff still isn't doing what it should be doing Mm -hmm. compared. It's just with them, they're in your face. Mm. They're like... Interesting. Exactly. They're like, you're going to like me and I'm going to make you like me compared to somebody who's just humble and loving their music and just want their music to be out there, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like that's kind of what you have to do today Mm -hmm. because there's so many people. You kind of have to be in people's face like, this is me. Mm -hmm. You know, take me or leave me. Mm -hmm, Do you think mm -hmm. that only works though if you have like an interesting
0: like image about you? Of course. Because like, so if you take like you know, like, okay, someone like me, right? There's nothing really, like, outlandish about mm-hmm. me and different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I do what I do. Mm-hmm. If I was in people's faces, I don't think it would have the same effect
2: as, like, I think someone just, who was, like, had face tats and shit. You know what I mean? It, the thing is with them, they don't look like the average Joe. Okay. That's kind of what it is. You know, you don't look like your normal person. Yeah. You just, you're just wild. You're wild, out there. Yeah. You, you're, coloring, you're coloring your hair. You're... This tattoos everywhere on your face and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like you're standing out from the average Joes. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why their numbers are so high and why things Mm -hmm. work is because, again, they just don't care. Mm -hmm. So since you don't care, if I want to come out in a dress and I'm this rapper, which it's happened, Mm -hmm. you know, but people respond to it like, well, that's hard Mm -hmm. and that's sick. Back in the days people would have been like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" You know, but I've learned, you know, growing in the times is that sometimes the most craziest things are the most they get the most attention mm-hmm. in in this time, mm-hmm. you know, in this age. Um but again, that's just going back into I'm in your face. Yeah. You know, if I'm coming down the block, you will see me, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it is. Either that, or you're somebody who's done it, just has you just have a style about you, which still makes you stand out, but you're not as dramatic as that other person. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, like I, lo- I have my own little style. Mm-hmm. You know, I love style and fashion, so I know how to present myself in mm-hmm. going outside. You know, how do I want people to look at me? Mm-hmm. Do I want them to look at me like? He's somebody, or do I want them, or do I want to blend in with the crowd? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so even when I try to blend in with the crowd, my, the way I posture, my posture, everything about me, yeah. it be, it's hard to deny that I've done stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to deny that I've been around who everybody else wants to be around. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And it, it's that not aura. It, exactly. And I it, sometimes I, people are like, "Uh, I don't want to sound cocky about it," sure. but. Everybody today wants to be in the entertainment world. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Um, If they didn't, they wouldn't be living on social media. If they didn't want to be out there showing their face, they wouldn't have millions of followers or, you know, stuff like that. So everybody today wants to be relevant. Everybody today wants to be famous. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just some people do dumber stuff than others to get to that platform.
1: What's your take on, like, TikTok and all these huge stars, like... uh, Addison Ray, or like these huge, huge stars. Like, do you think that's like a. Wait, let's define stars. uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just TikTok influencers. See, but that's the thing. Are they stars? Are are they, you know, is it, is that something that they can utilize that has longevity? Like, I could totally see a huge TikTok influencer making their way into uh, music or something else and blowing up. I don't think that's happened yet, but I, c- I mean, I could it has. See some- yeah,
0: have, uh, it, it, Dixie. Yeah, she's like doing music now. She- uh uh-huh.
1: In my opinion, though, she isn't blown up from.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm
2: no, sorry. I, no, I, no, I, I completely know- agree. Like yeah. some
1: of the people you just said right now, I don't even know who how they are. Yeah.
2: Um... I don't know influencers. Uh-huh. Some yes, like going back okay. to Remember when Paris Hilton came out with that album, that shit was kind of fire.
0: Scott Storch produced it. And, you know, he produced
2: the fire. whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like a couple I of love songs some like. scotch, some Storch, whatever. I, I could never, <laughs> I never say his name, right? <laughs> Scott Storch. Storch. There you go. Storch, Storch. Um, that the album was fun. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. But again, it was relevant for that time. Yeah. You know, yeah. she was doing her little show, so it just made more sense. Mm-hmm. Why not come without? A song, mm-hmm. you know, if the Kardashians came out with a song, I'm probably sure it'd blow up too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those things to, and I can't, I, I I feel like if I say something wrong about an influencer, I'll get attacked. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like to that stage to yeah. where you can't say anything wrong to mm-hmm. where, but if they took away TikTok like they were planning to, who would these people be? Mm. With you know, it, it's kind of like that, mm. like going back to, and I. I These will always be my examples, the Chris Browns and ushers and stuff. They don't need to be on TikTok. You Mm -hmm. say their name, you know who they are. You know, it's like they were somebody before social media. Mm. And that's kind of where uh, it's at and it should be. Mm -hmm. But it's like this. This is a little secret, a little trick. If you have a million followers and, yeah, you're an influencer. Yeah, you have whatever. Mm -hmm. And I am an ad. I know I could pay you less and have you promote the hell out of my stuff compared to if you actually had to go to, if you didn't have a million followers Mm -hmm. and you actually had to do work, you would get paid even more because of your skills. You know, numbers and skills are different. I could have a million followers and have zero skills. Uh But because of my following, I have all these companies coming to me and saying, here, here's all this free stuff. Just promote it. Promote it. Mm -hmm. And we'll give you Mm -hmm. $5,000. Compared to somebody else who has a a Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. They ask him to do this. He wants millions. He doesn't want... Ten thousand, twenty thousand. No, no, no. You want me to promote this? I need a good million, two million dollars. Because wow. he can. Because the thing is, he has a track record. He has mm-hmm. something behind him. He's not just somebody who was just on social media and either got a whole bunch of fake followers and has a whole bunch of numbers. Yeah. You know. So there's a difference. Uh, there's a whole different world. And hey, here's that. a side thing. Did you know Justin Timberlake wrote the McDonald's theme song?
1: What? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it. why every time I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so that full, out. <laughs> That fool fucking makes
2: royalties off of McDonald's theme song. And and of course, and that's another thing. <laughs> royalties are, are amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of where it's at. So influencers today, to me, uh, I. Respect them because they are putting in work. You know, doing a damn video every day is work, you know. So I get it. Sitting there in front of your computer, editing and everything. I get it. But at the end of the day, don't call yourself an artist Mm. when you have no idea what that word means. Mm. All you do is put stuff together. Well, do you think that word changed, though, now? I mean— no. Okay. Everybody's again, you talk to anybody and everybody, everybody's an actor, an artist, or entrepreneur. An, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it like those are the only things now. Um but again, you can't call yourself an artist, a real artist, and not have a track record. Mm-hmm. Period. Just like me. I couldn't tell, Hey Ryan, I want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Well, who have you worked with? Some kid down the street who has a million followers. It's mm. like okay, well, you really can't do nothing for me. I yeah. uh, just basically teach me what you taught him, mm. you know. But when you have somebody who has worked and who's pushed and who has been on tour and seen stuff and knows the up and down, then it's easy for you to be on that train mm. because you know there is somewhere you're going instead of just going in a circle. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about tour because we've had you know a couple school tours, which is
0: different. Uh-huh. It's local, you know. It was fun. It was cool.
1: We went back to my house and made tacos pretty much yeah, after. Every time every after tour. whatever.
0: But I want to hear about like a on the road tour. Like gimme give, give me in a nutshell the experience. Cause we're gonna get there.
2: it's uh it's breathtaking. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's lots of work, mm-hmm. but you take away the work. It's there's nothing like being on stage in front of thousands of people who yes, they're there for their favorite artists, mm-hmm. but you also know that they're there for the whole team they're there for the dancers they're there for the band mm-hmm. you know it, it's having oh, i that's such it's such a, a crazy experience that it's kind of like it's hard to talk about because it's something that you kind of have to experience mm-hmm. yourself um but traveling being on planes like when i did a china tour uh we went to 32 different cities in china mm-hmm. for three months and we got to perform on some of the biggest stages, and then wow. we got to perform on some of the smallest stages. The smaller stages, I feel, are, are a little bit more intimate mm-hmm. because when you have a huge stage, you have all these people you have to worry about. But when you have a smaller stage, you just have a small set of people, mm. and the energy is a lot different. You know, wow. Yes, stadiums, you can feel that, but there's something about a small crowd. Um, but waking up every day, 5 o'clock in the morning, get ready to... Take you're that on the flight. Clock. Yeah, I, on the clock. I've yeah. found that
0: from the performance. I, so one time my choir, we did um, a performance um, with Foreigner, the mm. band Foreigner, mm-hmm. um, on stage with like a sea of people and shit, like at the Hollywood mm-hmm. Bowl. No, it was um, Irvine Meadows, and um, it was almost like the more people there are, there are like the less nervous you get because oh, you're not pinpointing people out and shit. It's just like a it's of like course. a non real thing. Yeah, but then yeah. like when there's like intimate, like you know. It's, 20 people or something like staring at you it's like oh shit yeah. like, it's like i feel
2: like i love those more because you get to see their faces yeah okay. you get to experience their reactions personal. exactly it's very personal because when you're in a sea of people it's kind of like where do you look um yeah. so uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain but again going back to when we we're in china like you have a schedule they're like, hey, you perform from this time to this time, get off stage, chill backstage, blah, blah, blah. Get ready. Cause like we had two shows sometimes a night. So mm-hmm. we da-da-da. Get a little bit cozy. Two hours later, do it again. Go home around one o'clock in the morning, sleep for a few hours, wake up, catch a flight to the next city. Mm-hmm. After the next city, prep, go hit sound check. Make sure everything's good. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Then you get to go walk the city. I loved always walking the city. I'm a huge traveling mm-hmm. person. Uh, so walking and shopping were my thing. Nice. Uh, me and my, my good friend Epic, he, he was also, he, he was my right-hand man. Mm-hmm. You know, he, we were the same height. We danced and everything. So he was like my partner. And him and I would always be gone. We're, we're sticks and Epic, just gone. Oh. Uh, but again, I always knew my schedule. So yeah. I always understood this is why I need to be, uh-huh. sound check. But being outside of the China tour, coming back to the US, it's a huge difference mm-hmm. because culture, totally. you know, in China they love everybody that's American. It's like woo out here, it's kind of like you have to Either they love you or they don't. So you have to keep that energy of the crowd. You got to win all, them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. time. But again, when you're with the uh, big artists, the energy will always be there. Mm-hmm. But going to some of my lower artists, you know, because going from the big to the low, there's difference. There's always a difference. Because when you're with a lower artist, you're also performing with other artists. It's not your show. Compare. Oh, it's interesting
0: because we went to Chris Brown's concert last year, last October, mm-hmm. and even like the opening acts were big artists like Jordan Lucas. Well, see, um, look who they're well,
2: working with, Chris Brown.
0: Yeah, but but like, look, so Jordan Lucas, it was like Ty Dolla Sign and mm-hmm. um, somebody else, Tory Lanez. And Tory, well, Tori Lambs was different. Ty Dolla Sign and Jordan Lucas, like when they were pl- performing, like n- there was no energy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, he was killing it, mm-hmm. right? But or they were killing it, but. It was almost like they had to win Chris Brown's audience, mm-hmm. even though like everyone knew who they were, it everyone was kind of like still and just kind of like they had to win mm-hmm. us. So that's interesting that if you're not the main guy, of it's, course, you know, because well, design-
2: that's why I didn't pay my $200 ticket to go see some.
0: It's it, yeah, going back to <laughs> yeah. the,
2: back in the days when Pussycats opened for Britney Spears, mm-hmm. oh. they kind of got it. Before, they were huge in who they are today to where they could do their own stuff. you know, They have they opened up for her, and it was kind of like, ah, but when Britney came on, it's a whole different story because, again, people are there to see mm. somebody specific. They start feigning and shit exactly. when Britney comes out, <laughs> Right? <laughs> but when you're there, when you're performing with lower artists, uh, they're not lower artists. When you're performing with other artists, I hate to say lower Smaller artists. Level. Yeah. For, for Smaller level. For that fan base. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of you're performing with other artists, so people expect and know that you're... There's like five lineups. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'm there for number four lineup. So I have to sit through one, two, three before four comes mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you never know you could fall in love with one or two or yeah. three. And it's happened before. You know, people are like, Wow, I didn't know you were you were a part of that. It's dope. Love it. And now I'm a fan. You know, and sometimes you take the main artists as fans from them. Because you're better than them, and that goes. Oh, sure, fans. Yeah, mm. there's something no, though. I've seen. I've been oh, in positions shit. to where people are just like, "Wow, they had the main act, and oh, shit. the main act wasn't as amazing as the one before them." Wow. Because again, it all depends on the prep. The prep is the main thing. You're the uh, the whole. I'm doing five songs. Great, these five songs are going to be the best. Mm. I have dancers. I have wardrobe changes, you know, and I'm all about wardrobe changes, so (laughs) no matter what A, B, or C artist you are, I'm all throwing a wardrobe change somewhere in there. Um, Just because it adds a little spice to it. It gives you something, instead of staying in the same outfit, it's just like, whoa, okay, like, because usually you see the big artists do the whole wardrobe changes and all that, so when you see somebody else who's not a big artist do that, it's kind of like, wow, okay, Mm -hmm. I see you put in the work. I see you pushed a little bit more compared to the main act who's just there. It's like they're know? on their way. Exactly. Because, again, they know it's their, their show. So going mm-hmm. back to that, they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why push when yeah. people are actually here for me? Yeah. But then you see somebody who wasn't the main act blow, make everybody like, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay, you should have been the main act. Oh, shit. And I've had artists like that, too. i performed and put stuff together where people are like, that should have been the main act. Not Damn. that other person. I'm not going to name names. But, yeah, it, it's... Uh, it's amazing
1: favorite memory from China from (sighs) that tour Shopping. Or, or instance, oh shopping, yeah,
2: uh, uh, it will always be. I mean, every, even going on my USL tour, yeah, uh, to like Dubai and stuff, shopping. We hit the malls, like, oh yeah. What,
0: what, once we get our tours going and so, stuff so like that, I already know, like, you're gonna be so excited making the itineraries and fucking. Like, that's your thing, like, you're gonna be like, I'm mean, like, the stop. Schedule. One,
1: we're going to this <laughs> national park. I'm gonna be walking guys. This is a a fern oh. right here. It's a local plant. Whatever. I'm gonna take you guys to the mall. Take you guys to the it. aquarium and shit I love it I love doing stuff like that I do too I love I mean just being out in front of people like and that's the thing where you really realize damn I'm an artist I'm a performer I'm an entertainer Ryan and I haven't done a show since when was that show at the the complex at Brooks oh like a month ago About a month ago. So we did a show about a month ago, which is a long time. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't know what we were going to do. We were like, Oh, this COVID thing that was kind of like, uh, you know, an anomaly, like, Oh, there's a show during the the pandemic whatever. And then Ryan and I were talking, Hey, let's go busk, whatever. So Mm -hmm. we went out and we got there in front of people and we set it up and we played like for an hour and dude, like just performing in front of people really makes you look at, being an artist in a different lens Mm -hmm. it's it's so much different than sitting here at you know recording right here all day perfecting your craft all this stuff then you take it and you go okay this is it this is the final product this Mm -hmm. is our product in the music industry we take this now we got to perform it for people and it's crazy and it's motivating dude like were you motivated on that tour to just like damn that first night dope let's keep doing it i mean for me, it was always it's always, until today,
2: it's always been a dream, and it still uh-huh, feels uh-huh. like a dream. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just time and years go by, mm. and it's almost like, I don't want to say a circle, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it feels like it, because you just do and do and do. And a lot of people have asked me, do you still love what you do? Mm. And I always say, I feel like I'm more in love with what I do than... When I first started, oh, wow. because it, it the the knowledge and experiences that I've gained compared to when I started, it's mm-hmm. my again. I didn't think I was going to be where I'm at today or know the people I know today. It, it's because uh, again, I, I dancing at such a young age and not knowing if I was even good enough mm-hmm. <coughs> compared to. The people who I was training with. Because, again, going back to people with raw talent. They had that raw talent. So I was like, yeah, they're booked. Every time. They were the ones doing the shows. The commercials, I would always see them. So it's kind of like when I first got my big break. I, was, I took a breath. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And then it was like when you taste something for the first time and you just fell in love with it. And that's kind of where I was just like, okay, this is... I never want to go back to wow. a normal life. Even though I live I'm normal, mm-hmm. but it's a different mentality. Mm-hmm. You have to have separate yourself from being normal because you have to create. C- Creative people are not normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people who create amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> a little <laughs> <wrong>. off. <laughs> a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But it's in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's amazing. So it, there's a lot of things that I wish I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. You know, the partying, I could have done without the drinking. I definitely could have done without. But it was just at that moment, the time. uh, I didn't start drinking until I was like 25, 24. So I started drinking really late. Mm -hmm. But when I did drink, it was crazy to where every show after I'm done. Uh, yeah. yeah. But again, you have your going back to the mentors. Mm -hmm. You have people who sit there and tell you. And my mentor Mm -hmm. came and told me that. you know I was passed out on the street and he was just like, do you want people to remember you as this? Or do you want them to respect you in a different way? Mm. The minute he said that, everything changed. Now, if you're a rock star, it's different.
1: Because <laughs> uh, then it's like, cool. Of course.
2: <laughs> of course. But again, you, but then you have a different light on you. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like, oh, that alcoholic. Or yeah. that drug user. Mm-hmm. Or this and that. So it's nothing positive. It's always and it like affects your personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, well we know. We yeah, we get that. Like that definitely but career wise, it definitely could take everything from you. Mm-hmm. Like you could work your ass off your whole life, sell records, sell millions, get into something and it's all gone. Wow. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it with Whitney, we've seen it with Bobby, we've seen it with a lot of the great artists who were on top of the world. You got addicted to something and it's all gone, you know? But you can never take away what they've done. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like when people try to down downgrade Michael, yes, his person, but you can't downgrade his craft. Mm-hmm. Like, he's created so many iconic pieces that people still take away to today. Mm-hmm. And that's why, dude, like, I will forever, like, defend, like, Chris
0: Brown and shit because I'm a fan. Yeah. Right? So, but, like, every time I bring up Chris Brown, it's like, yeah, but he, like, beat up Rihanna. It's like, Okay. Obviously, yes. That's that was not a good mm-hmm. thing. I'm not saying that's like a good thing, but yeah. it's like, dude, that was what like ten years ago. Yeah. You can't knock the fact that this dude has been on the fucking radio every single mm-hmm. year with hits. He's always playing at your parties, and you enjoy his music, and like he's a phenomenal entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take all that shit away. No. Yeah, you, it's like you can't knock. Like their you're craft. a sheep. You are yeah. a sheep for just like your program to like just repeat that what mm-hmm. people say, and you don't look past that.
1: Yeah, I think you listen to Chris Brown. <laughs> I do. I think you're a fan. I am. No, a fan. but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think it's hard for people to separate the artist from the person. Of course, that just goes again to like celebrity culture and people thinking like, oh, this person, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they're they're a god, they're a celebrity, whatever. But obviously, like people like us who have, you know, w- we're gaining more and more experience. You have tons of experience. We look, we all—they're oh, just people. Mm-hmm. They're just people. They can fuck up and do great things just like we can, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, for I sure. Get what you're saying, man.
2: But yeah, so. It's a different, different
1: world, I guess. One thing I want to get into is for up and coming artists. Mm. So I'm going to just list off a few things that I think up and coming artists should be doing. Disagree with them, agree with them, tell me and then try to add to it because yeah. this is just from like, so I'm, I play in a band right now. I'm working with other up and coming artists, like uh, not formally or anything, but I just mean I'm friends with up and coming mm-hmm. artists. I talk to them on Instagram, on the phone. I play in a band. I'm working with Ryan. I think the biggest things that I've seen for an up and coming artist is one, make a shitload of music. Mm. This is specific to music artists, mm-hmm. right? So make a shitload of music. That doesn't mean put it all out. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, you don't necessarily have to put out a shitload of music. Make a lot of music. Uh, live the lifestyle of who you want to be, meaning when you introduce yourself to people, and Ryan's great at this. We we were in an Uber or whatever. or We were in the Uber in Arizona. The guy says to me, what do you do? I said, I'm a music manager. Mm. I mean, I'm an upcoming music manager. I don't make tons of money off being a music manager, bad. but I said that's, but that's who I am. Yeah. And Ryan's fucking great at that. Anytime we go out to a club or wherever we're at, Ryan introduces himself. So live the lifestyle of being an, uh, of an artist, mm-hmm. put out tons and tons of music and never give up. Mm -hmm. because i'm i i think think ryan and i are have been on the verge of giving up for like a month but Mm -hmm. we're never going to we're just going through a rough patch right Mm -hmm. now which kind of sucks but what do you guys think about that what what are some like tangible things we can give to artists who are listening that that they can do
2: um of course never give up Mm -hmm. i i I love that that's like what i always live by because again you are always going to have your rough patches totally no it you're human going back to the human mentality. You're human. You have emotions, you have feelings. Uh, but that again, that's when the mentors come in. Mm. They're the ones who push you and say, you got this, Mm. you know, even when things kind of going back to with the whole pushing out so much music Mm -hmm. or making so much music. Yes. You know, it's always good to work. That's how you work on your craft anyway. You work on your writing skills, you work on your ear, you work on your producing, you work on, especially if you're putting it together yourself. Um, I definitely agree with that. Now, like what you said, not putting it out there mm-hmm. because, again, you're learning. You're, you're trying to figure out your style, mm-hmm. your craft. And I always like – and every new artist, I always say find a lane. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, well, I'm going to do a rapping. But then you hear them singing. You're like, wait, you need to let go of the rapping. You need to focus on the singing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, again, people just because you feel – Where This is where I want to be. But then you see other people tell you this is where you should be. It's kind of like, who do you listen to? Oh, okay. And and it's kind of like... That's a big one. Who are you listening to? Yeah. Oh, never
0: mind. I I took it in the wrong way. I meant like, who are you listening to advice-wise? No, that's... Yeah. Oh, that's that's what you said. Okay. Okay.
2: Like, who is in your ear? Like, And that's what I feel like some people, they listen to their friends, for one. And... If, you listen, if I'm going to listen to my friends, I'm going to make sure my friends have names. I'm going to make sure my friends do stuff and they have done stuff. Because um, if they haven't, all I'm going to is just going on your boats. You're and, just getting an opinion at yeah. that point. Well, an opinion's fine. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong with somebody's opinion. Okay. But a lot of people today take everybody's opinions, you know, and they don't understand. I, I hear you. But I don't need to apply it mm. because ap- hearing a whole bunch of opinions and applying it, now you become lost, yeah. you know, because everybody's going to have an opinion, mm-hmm. good or bad. You know, if you're an amazing artist, but somebody's like, oh, well, I don't like your style, but you listen to their opinion and then you change it just for one or two people. It's like, why? Yeah. You know, why would you do that? Um, so when you, but again, when you have your core, the people who know you, the people who know your potential, know what you're capable of. Those are the ones that tell you, "Hey, singing's good, mm-hmm. but this looks better." Or your style's good, but this looks better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they push you a little bit further. Um, but if I'm your friends and I have no clue about mm-hmm. any of that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say you look good all the time. Yeah. You know, it's or your music sounds good all the time. Uh but I I feel like I'm real with Ryan yeah, when totally. it comes to like with the music and stuff. I'm like Huh? But it's still missing something, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. Or it's this, or it's that. Yeah. It's just because my ear. Yes, he's the singer, mm-hmm. and yes, he knows the music. But there's there's something, uh, and this is why I love like Travis Payne, who's Michael Jackson's choreographer, and he's choreographer. Everybody in the industry, he's an amazing guy. Like he also has this ear. That it's hard to explain, Mm -hmm. but it's just when you hear it, you just know, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like if I can't see a video to this, if I can't see anything big to this, then it's just another song, Mm. you know what I'm saying? But the minute you hear it, like I've heard some of his songs, I'm like, we need to do something to this. That's like, um, that's like Clive Davis. Yes. He's like known for that shit, Mm -hmm. like the golden ear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, So it's like you hear it and you see it and you know, it's going to do something, you know what I'm saying compared to just hearing like, Oh, this is another good song. Um, but I just heard a hundred of your good songs, mm-hmm. you know, so how does this one separate from the other hundred? Mm-hmm. And again, that's tweaking, mastering, uh, you learn how to play. Playing is a big thing yeah. as an artist. You know, you can't just settle like, oh, this sounds dope. Mm, it sounds dope, but it could be fire. Yeah. It could be a number one hit, billboard, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So definitely finding the right people. And there's a, again, there's a lot of new artists. But there's not a lot of new artists who are willing to accept those raw, hard opinions yeah. from the right people yeah. just because they feel, oh, I know it. I know what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. I have a million followers on Instagram. Yes, but are you making millions of dollars? Are you Billboard top 100? Or at least, Wait, on here's, top okay, so
0: here's the tricky part because, <laughs> like, for example, my situation, right? I was getting brutal honesty from people that I trusted. And let them give their opinions, but it fucked me up because they were the wrong people to listen to, but I didn't know because I was young, mm-hmm. right? So then when you came into the picture, right, remember how at first I was like guarded and I was oh, yeah. like, I was like, ah, like, I remember. ah, like you can help and you know what I mean? Yep. I think like in some situations it's tough to kind of learn that when you're younger. Mm-hmm. So... That's, like, a learned thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, and then going back to your thing, like, the artist thing, right? Like, I'm by no means successful at all
2: yet. So, I, like, my opinion, advice and shit but like you, that- I want to cut you off because you are successful. Coming out with a song, putting out a video, you may not have the millions of views. And the success comes in many forms. A lot of people think, you know, I need to have a million this, a million that, or I need to buy, to be successful. You putting it out there is already success. You know you because there's a lot of people who just think about it, but they don't put anything out there. It's just a whole bunch of ideas, a whole bunch of stuff. But you put it out there. It's on Spotify. It's on this and that. And Mm -hmm. you put a video to it. That's more than that's Mm -hmm. more than success right there. I appreciate
0: it, bro. I got a long way to go though. But anyways, what I was gonna say.
1: Don't knock yourself. Yeah, okay, okay, sure. come on,
0: <laughs> don't be up. Yeah, yeah. But, um, what I was gonna say is, I think that there's so many things that, like, you have to do, like, as an artist. Like, it's like pretty overwhelming, but I think mm-hmm. it boils down to like two things, which we talk about, like, manifesting. Like, you mm-hmm. have to, like, like, thoughts are a fucking real thing. Yes, of course. like, thoughts, like, in the law of attraction and all that of shit. Course. That's a visualizing that shit's all like real. Like, you mm-hmm. gotta, like, really look at yourself as that artist and become like, you'll see yourself become that. Mm -hmm. Um, and the second thing is the more practical thing. You got to eat, sleep and breathe this shit like Mm -hmm. every single day. Like, don't think that me, Sticks, and Jacob are like just chilling on a podcast talking because we, we want to shit. Like, like we are living this shit. Like Mm -hmm. sticks has lived it longer than me and him have and shit. But like, you got to literally wake up and think, what what I need to do today, what is all I can do today to progress forward and take the next step to where I want to be because it's a competitive game. Mm -hmm. As much as it's not competitive because it's music and, you know, you could share fans or whatever the fuck, but, like, it's a competitive game Mm -hmm. in the fact that you will be overlooked because this guy's better than you and he put in way more work than you did. And he was more driven and he had... He just... He slipped and breathed it it more. Mm -hmm. So it's like, in a practical sense, you gotta, like, literally bust your ass like every single day you have to be in love you have to be in love with you it do. but what I say too is like you're not always gonna feel in love with it mm-hmm. because you're gonna hate it
2: Mm-hmm.
0: sometimes it's like a normal relationship exactly like I would say 80, yeah, 80% of the time I don't enjoy doing this shit mm-hmm. because it's, it's just a grind like it's grueling you know what I'm saying like every day I like I don't feel like making music mm-hmm. but I don't rely on inspiration because I know I gotta move forward but then that 20% is like I do really love this shit and that's mm-hmm. why I do it but mm-hmm. You like so the two things like manifest it, and you gotta fucking think this sh- like visualize yourself being that artist you want to be, and like you gotta think your way through it. But then, in a practical sense, you gotta bust your ass and like eat, sleep and breathe it. And, like- and all the thing like with the sur- like the surrounding of people and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that w- the more results you get, and the harder you work, and the more like the right thoughts you have, you start attracting those people, mm-hmm. right? Like like for example, like you. I was busting my ass doing the covers and the school tour and shit like that and then you felt that and was like I want to be a part of it Mm -hmm. boom and you felt us going hard and thinking the right thoughts so you like you thought you wanted to help out and be a part of it too and so now we're a collective team or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like you start thinking those thoughts and you start working hard you're gonna learn you're gonna be a sponge and you're gonna learn like what the right things to do is the right ways to think you're gonna attract the right people
2: so just work hard and fucking think right also (laughs) I want to touch up on some of those, what you were saying. Go ahead. You need to find inspiration. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you wake up, like there's times where I wake up and I don't want to dance. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean I don't love what I do. Yeah. It doesn't mean, it just means I just want to mentally get myself together. Mm -hmm. You know, an inspiration sometimes if I if I feel like dang there's nothing that inspires me today I always go back to my old videos go mm. back to the old school videos the things that made me fall in love with dancing in the first place mm. you know and if that doesn't work, I'll take a drive and go to the on a hike You're good at that too you know just go get my mind mentally you need to be collective in order to do this you know you because again it, it's if you're not, and you're everywhere mentally, Mm -hmm. then guess what? It's going to show in your work ethic. It's going to show in your music. It's going to show everything about you. Um, But if I was an artist and I didn't feel like doing music one day, then guess what? I'm going to start dancing. And if I didn't want to start dancing, then guess what? I'm going to do something that I know that's going to help me in my whole artistry. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at styling. You know, if I don't feel like dancing or moving or anything, if I want to stay in bed on my phone, guess what? I'm going to be looking at stuff that's going to inspire me it, the way I look, the way, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of. So there's a whole, there's always going to be inspiration. Yeah. One thing I tell Everywhere. Jacob too um, is like sometimes, because you're really good at like taking
0: a drive or a hike. Like I guilt myself with that shit. But what, one thing I told Jacob that I do is like
2: I'll watch a music documentary. Mm-hmm. That's where I get inspired and shit. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, because you see the behind the scenes. And I feel like a lot of people, if you don't know about behind the scenes, then you don't know what it takes. And when you see like a lot of the videos you watch, you get to see from the rehearsals mm-hmm. to the studio to the recording to mm-hmm. it's it's amazing because it's kind of like you see the hard work that goes into it. So you're like, dang, I'm doing the right thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so it gives you that little motivation it inspires you it it Mm -hmm. definitely i know it does for me definitely that's dope
1: yeah i think it's important to have an outlet like for me and i always tell ryan like this guy will work himself to death
2: of course i know
1: which is which is a good thing in my opinion you know but i always tell him like i i reach a limit relatively quickly Mm -hmm. so I have to have some sort of outlet whether that's like turning my phone off not replying to you guys or anybody Mm -hmm. or talking to my parents or whatever and playing guitar or it's going on a drive and then and then taking excuse me or taking hike or something but what I do when I'm when I'm playing guitar or when I'm hiking, it's kind of like a two-step process. Mm. First, I don't think at all. Mm-hmm. I'll be walking down the trail and I'm not thinking a thing mm-hmm. or I'm playing and I'm not thinking. But then about halfway through that, I start to gather my thoughts and mm-hmm. I'm in a comfortable environment. But if I never got my mind off it in the first place and yeah. I was—I yeah. had all these thoughts everywhere, I, I never would have had the opportunity to gather them and align them and stuff. So, I mean, I feel inspired when I can be in a calm mode mm-hmm. and I can really align my thoughts. I can say, hey, okay, I'm doing XYZ this morning. Ryan's releasing this song this day. We're going to do the podcast with Sticks this day. What can I do to make this happen, this happen, and that happen? Mm -hmm. And that inspires me when I know, like, hey, I just figured it out. Mm -hmm. I just gave myself a plan. And that's the same thing with, like, music documentaries, whatever. I watch it, and I, yeah. Sometimes you'll see me, like, watching a movie. Or If you see me blanking out, (laughs) <laughs> just know that i'm in the thinking phase I, and i'm like and, uh, yeah. and i think
0: i think that's the right thing the way what you said like you gotta kind of step away yeah. step step back for a second do something else or so whatever um i think for me like this is good that you're teaching me now because like for me like i know that it becomes better when i do that too mm-hmm. like we took the trip to arizona i came back feeling amazing and now mm-hmm. i'm going harder but it's like i think for me there's always that thought in my head that but you know what there's some kid in buckworth kentucky (laughs) who is like literally like pushing past that feeling Mm -hmm. and saying fuck that i am not going out of town this weekend because i want to win and i want to be better than him and Mm -hmm. he's gonna go do it so there's that thought in my head where i'm like dude like but i need to be that kid i need to be that one that's Mm -hmm. literally outworking everybody and pushing past the bad feelings of not wanting to do something and just like
1: you know what I'm saying? Not, so there's, not, that, there's that that weird that, thing. I, I just feel like that. You just feel kid guilty. One day. I feel like
2: you feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Sorry. Just because uh-huh. it's like, yes, you may and that kid may be in the mentality of oh, I gotta work harder, but guess what? He's gonna drive himself mentally crazy. Yes. Mm, He's yeah. going to start getting into doing, and this is where the addiction comes in mm. because you need to have an outlet. You know, some people go to drugs. Some people go to drinking. Some people, I like again, just just chill. You know, if I play video games, if I need something to go to, I'll sit there and play some Call of Duty or Fortnite or something, mm-hmm. just because it's something different. Mm-hmm. It's something that's away from the creative world. It's something that's away from now. My mind could just, but when I come back to it, I feel like I could get re-inspired. You know, I could look at something like, oh, there's that idea. Yeah. You know, because when you drive yourself crazy thinking of something then guess what that's exactly what you're gonna do is just drive yourself crazy that's true so yeah breaks are amazing that's
1: literally what i was gonna say is sure that kid's pushing past you for a little while yeah but that kid's gonna reach a breaking point one day and and i think that you should always push your limit like if it's one of those things where you can go you know what no i can do this today Mm. yeah always push your limit, but never, tr- never force yourself to reach your breaking point. Mm-hmm. You're pushing your, li- if you're breaking points here and you're like, Oh, I can push my limit. I can do it. You're going to reach that breaking mm-hmm. point. So it's constantly like maximize your productivity, like maximize what you can push yourself to, but you reach a diminishing return one day. You got to feel it that, out. That ki- yeah. 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 You got to feel it out and know when you're killing yourself instead of actually exactly. doing good. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And then
2: it doesn't become fun anymore. It mm-hmm. doesn't become like, uh oh, because now it becomes work. And, you know, and doing what we say we love to do shouldn't ever be work. There's there's not a day that goes by with me that I work. You know, it's just I get an I get an opportunity. I think also another thing is like I'll take someone like my mom or like
0: my stepdad or whatever, like working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And in my head I'm like, they don't have a damn choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't step aside. Mm-hmm. If it's eleven a.m. and they feel burnt out like we do, they have no damn choice. They have mm-hmm. to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in my head, I'm like, okay, if if I don't want to work a nine to five and I want to be somebody, mm-hmm. let's say, then I like, how am I gonna step aside and not work when they have to? And I expect me to be somebody more impactful in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's another thought I have. So. But again, it it
2: just becomes more you you analyze everybody. It's kind of like you're like, oh well, they have to do this, and then ah well. But again, it's they chose to work a nine to five. You know, you choose to be an artist. Mm. Like I choose, I'm actually easily go work at Walmart. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to work in retail when I was growing up, with no problem. But I know that's not my passion. I know that's not what I worked my ass off to be is to work in sales. But you know, mm-hmm. today, everything, this whole pandemic kind of shut the music industry down. So there's not as much work. But you still, I don't look at it as, oh, I have to go work at 9 to 5. No, I work at, I look at it as, well, how can I build my craft mm-hmm. to help me and to sustain me through this pandemic? Mm-hmm. You know, how can I get into uh, producing or making videos or editing videos and Mm -hmm. stuff so if somebody's like hey do you know how to edit hell yeah i do how much great here you go so now i'm making another side business Mm. you know what i'm saying so there's if i want to stay in the industry i have to think outside of the dancing Mm -hmm. you know because there's a whole bunch of other things just like an artist how do you stay in it how do you stay relevant you learn other skills Mm. you know you learn other things other keys because there's not just one key you know, and I, I feel like that's why a lot of the artists that make it just a few years is because they haven't understood mm-hmm. all the keys that they have in their hands, mm-hmm. you know, and they haven't figured out which door it unlocks. So when you have the success stories like the Justin like you know, Justin's been in it forever, you know, s- in sync days past that, because he's learned how to produce, he's learned how to write, he's learned how to act, he's learned how to do this, he's learned how to do other stuff. So he found other options, mm-hmm. but it still all equals the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, they think, singer, that's all I'm gonna do, sing, sing, sing. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more to it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just like you said, it's work. So you have to be willing to know what kind of work it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the word work sounds horrible. It's not so much work; it's building your craft. Mm -hmm. It's building you, Mm -hmm. as a person, Mm -hmm. as it's building your character. You know, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of different things that it's helping with. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like that's going to take that new artist to that next level. Mm -hmm. Is understanding there's more than one way to go. Mm
1: -hmm. Dope. Do you work with any artists now or recently or anything, and you've seen them transform like? Like where you were just blown away. Like, oh, they went from maybe like a smaller scale artist who who could have worked on their mentality and their work ethic and now you're just blown away. Like, oh my gosh, this person has it, really? Uh
2: Uh, The girl we're going to see tomorrow. Oh, okay. She, when I met her, um, she's so funny because she was part of a... A record label. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I met her. And I was kind of working with her, st- I was her stage coach mm-hmm. and working with like staging and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Some choreography, but nothing crazy because they didn't want to make her a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny part about it is because she wants, she, I believe she's from Australia. Mm-hmm. She's from you somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. And I know she was just like, she had an amazing voice, mm-hmm. but again, numbers weren't good and blah, blah, blah. So she let go of, well, she didn't let go it's kind of they parted ways mm. from the music management and stuff okay. and then she found these other people you know she took a break for a while but she found these other people next thing you know she's working with Timbo she's you oh. know working he's doing a song for her Scott Storch she's doing a song with her wow, yeah. and stuff like that so now her numbers are past 300k Mm um she's 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 on top of the world right now and so
1: so do you think that's sorry to interrupt you do you think that was like like you saw her work ethic change of course yeah because
2: it's not so much her work ethic they wanted her to be something she didn't want to be okay they wanted her to be a pop artist she wasn't filling the pop world you know she had a style and she kind of wanted her way um especially looking style wise Mm -hmm. uh they were just like, no, you're going to do, and there's a lot of times you have that where Mm -hmm. management wants you to be one thing, but you don't see that in your vision. Fuck Um the
1: man. (laughs)
2: Fuck the man, man. So it's kind of like, what do you do in that situation? And if you're in contract, you either have to buy yourself out of contract Mm -hmm. or just roll with the punches. Um, But I, I feel like whatever happened in that situation, they broke ways and, she did it her way and she got to play more and yeah, that's how she's wow. got to do her stuff. Um I don't want to say this, but sometimes management do hold people back, mm-hmm. uh, especially somebody who wants you to be something that you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very rare you find, and that's why I, I love JB's manager, um Scooter. Scooter, because he kind of let Justin be Justin. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, you do you mm-hmm. and, you know, and, it Justin got to just be him, you know, make whatever music he wanted to make and whatever felt good to him. And I feel like that's a perfect match. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have other artists who get signed with Universal mm-hmm. or Sony and they're like, No, this is what you wanted. Yeah. This we want you to have blonde hair and not they black manufacture hair. That. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't want to go with the punches then they shelve you and next to your shell for a whole year you can't do nothing you can't release nothing you can't record nothing you can't collab with nobody mm-hmm. because you're on contract with them wow so it's there's a lot there's a lot to it mm. than just oh I want to be an artist mm-hmm. you know so if you want to be an artist and an independent artist mm-hmm. you better have some good money behind you or you have good connections mm-hmm. behind you because mm-hmm. if not you have no choice but to sign to somebody, especially if, if you're not going to pull out of your pockets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, But you also got to be careful of who you sign with because that could either be the end of your career or that could take you to the next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's always a 50-50 with certain situations like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Wow. That's amazing, man. Well, hey, thank you for coming on again and sharing some knowledge. Yay. I hope we can have a part three, four, five, six – yeah, I think that I mean I think this conversation's really valuable, especially like like there were like friends and other artists and stuff that I know just popping into my head and I'm like, oh God, I wish they could meet sticks. And just uh-huh. and this is, you know, yeah, this is the best thing is oh, you yeah. just getting on here and dropping the knowledge and everything, man. Yep. So I really appreciate it. I'm thankful that we work together and that, you know, that I wasn't such an asshole when <laughs> when I pulled up to the Starbucks that first time. I was like, who is this guy? For real. <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank I'm you excited. Much. What's in your mind for you and for I, I, I. I'm trying to decide from the look in your eyes, yeah, yeah. I mean besides, but your feelings inside you
2: yeah, up